What is up, party people? Um, welcome back to another cold open. Dude, I don't know when I started doing it this way, where I, like, a minute or two of the show, I'll just open up just freezing cold and talk about anything, just off the gnome, as if that's not what the rest of the podcast is, but it's, like, segregated, as if it's not connected. Because we used to do, like, a highlight cold open, you know, like a stinger. We take a nice blip or a chunk of the show and put it at the beginning maybe it's even in black and white for extra dramatic effect and you go what the frick is this this is what's happening this is what's coming later on i can't wait to see it we'll stick around and i don't know when i stopped doing that um maybe it's because i couldn't find as many of those oh this is amazing moments and i was like we just gotta free ball it let's do whatever um but yeah we've been doing more like just these these things and i don't know why it's it doesn't need to be different so you know comment down below or send an email or whatever you want to do to say do you like the highlight versions or do you like the cold opens as but i doesn't i don't really see the need for the cold open but it's fun to ramble but i'm gonna do that after the intro music's done anyway so you know what let me know guys because they're here on this show your opinion matters no shade to anybody else okay but if you know a place where your opinion doesn't matter, shade. But here, all sun. Hi, right, I'll see you there. That's right, we're back. We're all back. We're not front. Well, some of us are front. But most of us is back. We're so back. I hope. Dear God, you better be back. Maybe side. Most of- hey, guys, what's up? Welcome back ha! to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Zartoris, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys today. Um, man, let me just tell you this much. It's 11 p.m. It's actually after 11 p.m. And as ironic as it may sound, I meant to record this episode earlier, but I wasted most of my time looking for my watch. Can you believe it? Oh, it's so ironic. You can see the irony. It's very, it's very irony. It's what Dracula would say if, you know, someone's blood was too pungent. That's very irony. Blah, 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 dude. Um, so anyways, yeah, I'm feeling good and don't worry it may be late but i'm ready to get down okay i'm still up and ready to get down right i'm wearing jeans you know anybody who's wearing jeans at 11 p.m is ready to party they're ready to do something whether they're like thinking about winding down no i'm winding up ready to fly out the handle so yeah dude i'm wearing my jeans i got my watch on finally um i guess the beauty of not having the watch is i don't know how much time had passed while I was looking for it. I was like, man, am I, am I wasting a lot of time? Don't know. Don't know. And I, I can't really afford to care because I don't have a watch on. Um, so yeah, feeling good. I am wearing this shirt. I guess we'll just go through the whole attire. I'm, I'm wearing this shirt, which is like, you know, when you got a size that like kind of fits you, but it's just a bit like you, you fall more in between sizes. At least I don't like Girl sizes, I feel like, are all over the place. It's the, the O, 1, and 2. Like, I don't understand women's sizes at all. But men, you know, just small, medium, large, extra large. I'm more of like a, a not an XL and not a full L. I'm like an LL, like a large, large. And so I have a, a large shirt. And it's like, this is just a bit small. And I have an extra large, which is this. And it's, it's like small enough to fit, but it's big enough to where the sleeves keep falling down. And the, the trunk, dude, the torso is just a tube. There's no curvature of the body. There's no outline. I might as well be a freaking 
car dealership. Like I, I got no, I got no physique in this thing, man. I feel like a '90s sitcom mother, you know, where she's just wearing the husband shirt, just all freaking a square, and the kids are in the back. Jennifer, Stephanie, please stop running around. I'm trying to follow Bob Ross, and you're not gonna follow Bob Ross, Mrs. Okay, whatever your name is, because Bob Ross didn't have kids running in the back, and that's how I feel, man. I just want to make some art, but these kids. Are everywhere, but that's fine, dude. I love the chaos. I love the noise. Um, I don't have any kids, but I probably, if I got lonely enough, I would. If the house got quiet. I'm like, dude, give me. It's gotta be hard to not have kids and be. I don't have kids. Yeah, it. It's not hard. Never mind. I was wrong. I tried to put myself in the position of that '90s mom, as if I really started to believe I was her, and I'm not. And I started to think, man, that'd be kind of sad, though, if I was just alone painting that Bob Ross. Am I bummed out? And I was like, well, one, I don't paint. And two, I don't have kids. And I'm, I don't think I've ever been happier in my life. So you know what? Screw kids and Bob Ross. What's up, dude? Taking shots at everybody. Welcome back. I'm feeling awesome because I'm no longer sick. If you guys saw the last episode, you would know I got beat with it hard. All right. And the beauty about getting out of a sickness, it's one of the greatest and worst feelings honestly, at the same time is because you're down for so long and you're just like in a trance, a fog. You can't think straight, man. Like I was trying to do some work and be productive and I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't even watch a documentary because I couldn't focus with this potato of a body I was left with. I was like, well, I can't do anything agile and physical. Let me just think. Couldn't even do it, man. Um, so it's like just a weird, just I'm dead basically. And then a week and a half later, you come to and you feel your brain start coming back alive. You're like, this is amazing. Now, it also sucks because you just lost a week and a half that you couldn't focus. And then you're fat, too, because your autopilot self is just trying to cure the pain with food. So you're like, ah, I'm me again. I can't believe I was in a coma. What the? Huh? You know, at least if you wake up out of a coma, you've just been laying dead for however long. And, you know, they're not pumping you full of, like, bacon and Takis. <laughs> you know, my, my sick self, he really doomed me. So when I finally came back to the real world and like eight pounds, why? But you know what? He did what he did. He had to, you know, get through it because it's a rough time for everybody. I don't want to compare it to going to war because I've never been to war, but, um, well, you know, if I'm gonna, I might as well, you know, get close and say, I don't know if it's like a world war, but maybe like, I don't know, neighborhoods, it, like it's a small scale war, you know, like you got a battle and you're like, hey, we're going to take them out. All right. And it's going to be violent. It's going to be vicious, but it's a smaller scale. And it's weird to kind of move away and come back <laughs> from a new place. I'm trying to readjust back to society and, and it just feels good to be here. That's all I'm trying to say at the end of the day. But you know what? Thank you guys um, for your service. Yeah. Almost. almost we, we started digging our hole. We're like, we dig it. And we're like, you know what? Just put this, put the sand back. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Um, so yeah, it's cool. I did get everybody else sick. Um, turns out it was COVID too. So that was <laughs> my bad, man. I had COVID and I single-handedly as if, you know, more people are going to speak for me. I <laughs> said from myself, I kind of wish everybody else in my family got sick. And yeah, I don't want to say I wish other people were sick. I don't want to say I wish my family was sick, but I, I wish that no, maybe I wish they were. And that's on me, okay? And I'm going to have to live with that. Now, good news is I'll get over it quick, but I uh, I do feel bad. And look, part of me feels good. And I don't want to feel bad for saying that, okay? So I won't. But you know, like when you stub your toe on something, you're like, oh, it hurts. And someone says, oh, you 
baby. It's not that bad. And they stub their toe on the same thing. Oh, it's freaking dang. You're like, do you get it now? Yeah, you're a bit of a douche, but now we're on the same team again. When you're laying down for a week and a half and people say you're not being productive, you're not moving, you're not doing anything, they go, what a bum. What a loser. What's this guy doing? He's not doing anything for the world. Okay, he can't even focus on this documentary he's watching. Oh, my. Then they get sick, too, and they go, I freaking, I was wrong. I, you know, I get it now. I get it. And that's, that's all I wanted. Okay. Now, when I said it, I had no ill intent, but (laughs) I said what I said and I didn't actually mean it, but it did happen. And I was fine with them just feeling sick for a day, um, which is really how long they were sick anyways, dude. They got over it so fast. Like it just, it struck, it hit and boom. And they bounced away from it. Like it was nothing. And I don't know what the frick that is because here's a news flash for you. I'm one of the only people I know that got the vaccine. Okay. Now you could chalk this up to me just not knowing a lot of people or, you know, the people in my area, whatever you want to say. But I'm one of the few people I know that actually got this thing and I get sick more than anybody. All right. I got sick during every freaking shot. And before you come at me like I'm hating or spreading conspiracy, I'm not trying to do any of that. I'm just trying to be bitter about the fact that I got it double boosted. Okay. I paid my dues in my time. I got sick every time they jabbed me. I've gotten sick way more often. And then when we keep getting COVID, one, I still, I'm still getting it, but also I'm getting it way longer than everybody else. What's that about, man? It was like they lied. I, I don't want to say that a lot because people are going to go crazy. Um, and I don't know if they did. I don't know anything about anything. All right. At the end of the day, nothing is all I know. And that's put that on a T-shirt. Okay. But all I can tell you is my experience. And that is from the perspective of someone who's life sucks, man. Why isn't anybody else? I think that's why I wish they got sick in the first place because I keep getting sick so many times and it's always COVID. What did I get? I think I got a bad batch. Okay. Now, nobody really knows anything. You can find conspiracy, but like people say, oh, the vaccine's a hoax, it's a glitch, it's a whatever, you know, and people say, no, it's backed up. Science. I don't know anything. I'm not going to claim to know anything. I know that I, I, I keep losing. I will say this though. The only thing that really scares me, and I try not to buy into anything. I don't like to, I don't like, like when I was talking about last week and people were like, oh, dude, you didn't actually get sick because of this. Don't tell me nothing because all you did was Google. Hey, do your research. Woo! And find what? Answers to back up anything I want to think? That's what you're going to do. Okay. Nobody knows anything, right? But I will say that I am extremely gullible when it comes to my own fear. I let myself get scared so easy, dude. If you tell me they're they are hunting down Australians to kill them all, I go, what? No, they're not. Okay, stupid. I'm not gonna buy into that. You tell me they're hunting down Italians, I go, dear God, right? Surely it's got to be true because I'm just expecting to be screwed over by life, and I don't know why, man. I didn't do anything for karma to hit me like that. So when people say people who got the vaccine are going to die or explode. I don't know what they say. And I go, frig, man. Well, it's going to be true because it's me, right? And I don't know whether you just tossed a, a shark into the pool or just a guy with a fin on his back, but something's swimming around. It might just be a rumor, but I get scared easy. And, you know, so now I have to live with fear and I keep getting sick more. Oh, I don't know why that is, dude. So anyways, um, if you guys know how to make your family members for longer, let me know. Okay, put that down somewhere. Contact me. I will poison them as such. I Can I say that legally? I, I should. 
obviously I'm not going to poison my family, but on the off chance something bad happens to them, I'm not going to poison my family. All right. I'm all about the legalities here. Okay. You got to cover yourself. Like I said, I get scared easily. So I'm like, man, if I, I incriminate myself on a joke and they go, Hey, by the way, when you were complaining about being sick, you know, you killed 18 people. What? Me? Why? I didn't do anything. I'm wearing jeans. I'm fun guy at night. Um, so anyways, dude, yeah, it turned out to be COVID. They got over it so easy. And I wish I knew more people with the vaccine. So I could, I, I, I ask them how their time's going and whether all of our lives suck now or if they're scared. I think I just want, if, because I'm so gullible, I just want to believe that if the train is crashing off the bridge, that I'm not the only one in the car. Like the whole train like is kind of fine, but only one car gets derailed and tips off the bridge. Like, yeah, we're fine, we're fine. And then I'm like, guys, I'm gonna go take a little break in the caboose. Okay, don't worry, I'm just gonna take a little break in the back. And I'm solo and like a harsh wind blows and you know, a a crow that's like been overeating smacks aside enough to tilt it over and go, oh my gosh. And I'm the only one that gets hit. I just wanna suffer with more people. That's all, at the end of the day, I just, if I'm going to suffer, misery left company, if I'm going to die, if anything bad is going to happen to me, I want to happen to a lot of other people. And that might be a selfish thing to say, okay? But if I'm going to die, I think I deserve to be a little selfish. So anyways, yeah, everybody got sick and they got over it pretty quick. I think the worst part about that too, more than anything, is that (laughs) I was sick for like 12 days. They were sick for like two. And... When I got sick, everybody just stopped doing anything, right? Chores, trash, garbage, um, groceries, the toilet paper, like all of it. It just, everything went out the window. Oh, Tristan's sick. Let's not do anything, okay? Now, this went on for like 12 days, really. Like they just got sick and then they got over it. So during those two days that they were sick, I walked out. I'm kind of like breathing some fresh life and I see, I'm like, what is this? You guys weren't even sick this whole time. And then I, I do all the dishes and all the trash. I'm taking care of business. And then they just pop right back up. Like the family went, you know, Tristan's really been down for a long time. We should probably stop doing any of this stuff. And then it starts really piling up. Like, you know what? Okay, collectively, let's all take a... And then let him do it. And then we'll just get back on with our lives, right? Sounds like a plan. So that's kind of how my life's been doing. Did a lot of chores after being sick. And everybody else healed up just fantastically. Does my life suck? I don't know. I don't know. Um, So anyways, guys, I am very happy to be here regardless. And I didn't get a lot done during my my sickness time. I will say, though, I watched a fantastic show called The Bear. Um, If you haven't heard about this, it's basically a it's it's not a reality show. okay? but the story is a Michelin star chef. His brother dies and he like owns a little mom and pop shop. So he, this guy's like a famous, one of the best chefs in the world. And his brother dies and he leaves this crappy little sandwich shop to him. And he goes to take care of it and try and build it into something. It's just very hectic. And you know, I, I've never been interested in cooking. I don't know how to cook. Okay. I can barely make a bowl of cereal. All right. But I watched this and I was like, I think I want to be a chef. Okay. Now I don't want to work as a chef. I still love what I do in the acting and comedy and all the fun things, but I something about watching somebody slice vegetables really quick. I was like, oh, dude, am I, am I, do I have to learn how to do this? And I don't know where to start, man. Cause I don't want to just like 
do it physically. I, I, I'm very clumsy. We know that when I was talking about examples, I was like, I stub my toe. You guys know when you stub your toe and everyone else. Yeah, I stub. I kick, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm very prone to um, suffering. But I, I don't want to start with the physicality of it. So I was looking up culinary school. I watched a, a, a show. I watched a drama, a dramedy. Okay. I, I don't even know what I'm, a dramedy. Okay. Drama comedy. It's pretty funny, but that's not the point. I watched a show where the guy is framed to be the best of the best. And I thought, you know what? That's who I want to be now. That's the kind of skill that I need. If only I could slice some cucumbers so fast, I'd be fine. I'd be perfect. So I look up culinary school and I'm asking the lady about tuition. And I went so deep that I'm asking her, so passing grades and all, how many days can I miss? I'm like, you ever go so deep into a rabbit hole that I'm already calculating my own flaws? I'm like, I'm probably not going to make it every day. You might skip a few. Hey, how many days do I have to attend and still be able to pass? And she says, I can do it with 80% makeup classes or Fridays. I'm like, boom, I'm in. How much is it? She says, 12 grand. I close the email real quick, you know? And then I, I did follow up a day later because I don't know why 12 grand didn't scare me enough to learn how to do something that I didn't even want to do five minutes ago. And I said like, well, what, what kind of payment plans do we have? And she's like, well, you know what? We can do two separate payments of six grand. Pardon me thinking about it. Dude, you know how cool it would be to do However, it is a lot of money to learn how to make other people food. You know what I mean? That's like spending a lot of money to learn to be a mechanic for other people's cars. Like, dude, I can't wait to just learn how to, you know, change some oil or take out a transmission. Like, oh my gosh, it's going to cost so much money. But when I can learn how to fix other people's cars, life would be great. Um, so if anyone's looking for a... Good Christmas gift. I think I want to be a chef, but not at, like I don't want to work. It's the sickest part, dude. I don't even want to work as a chef. I just want the talents, I think, to do that. Like you show up for Christmas dinner. I was like, yeah, you know, we're just making it. I say, hey, watch this. And they go, what the frick? How'd you do that? I'm like, don't worry, even worry about it. Spent 12 grand. It was well, well worth spent. I don't know, man. You know how cool that would be? You know how cool that would be? It'd be so awesome. And then to have like a, a flavored palate, you know, to be able to talk food. Like, you know, I taste a little nutmeg or cinnamon. Dude, that's how low my thing is that I'm, I'm still... Cinnamon and salt. I don't even go into pepper, dude. When people say, it's a bit, there's a lot of pepper in this. I'm like, was there pepper in that? I don't even know, dude. I know cinnamon and salt. That's it. Um, so I would like to be able to talk food. I'd like to be able to do food and just... I want to be a sweet, awesome guy, okay? And that's... I'm willing to lose a lot of money over that so yeah if anyone wants to take me to culinary school <laughs> or just get me a sweet knife give me like the coolest chef knife for christmas and just yeah i don't know i'm so excited i just want to make things and and eat it i'm not going to give it to anybody i think a lot of the chefs they find satisfaction fulfillment in making a beautiful dish that someone goes wow you know i've opened up my freaking nutmeg and cinnamon um not me dude i want to make stuff for myself you don't get to eat my food all right i made the, i'm i got the skills you think you you didn't pay 12 grand you get the feast on these dishes i want to be the selfish chef the guy i want to be one of the greatest chefs of all time who could make the greatest dishes and by the way ain't nobody going to be able to taste any of them so it could just be a room at the end of the day where I'm like, hey, by the way, I make the best freaking grilled cheese 
of all time. And people go, that's the guy who makes the grilled cheese. How do we know? Well, you know, there's just rumors. No one can actually get their hands on one of these things because they're that elusive. I'm making grilled cheeses every night. Can't wait, man. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of money to make grilled cheese for myself. I should just order in. Um, So anyways, guys, that's a good Christmas gift. Be on the lookout. I have finished all my Christmas shopping. Last time I brought it up, I was I was pretty close, and I, I finally rounded out, did all that. That was awesome. Um, however, I didn't get anything for the freaking baby, okay, my brother's child, and and I don't know what to get a baby, okay? Like, I thought about getting him something, and I asked his parents, and they're like, oh, you know, just get him anything with, like, crinkle wrap. I asked them, I'm like, hey, so what should I get William? And they're like, well, he really likes wrapping paper and you know plastic i'm like i wasn't actually like saying what is he like what's gonna help you out as the parents of a four-month-old do you need diapers wipes whatever um like just give him some trash man i love him some trash so i guess i will get him that but i couldn't even i babies are so complicated man i don't know anything about anything like i said before um i was like gonna buy them a bunch of wipes and apparently they like super allergic is it allergenic hypoallergenic right that's that non-allergy whatever dude it was above my pay grade it was it was so far removed from my knowledge i can't remember the instructions that i got so i'm not even going to partake and this baby has too many things anyway all right people are buying clothes left and right you see photos of him he's tagged on facebook <laughs> he's like oh freaking baby williams over here and you're like what, what he's getting stuff from different sides of the family toys left and right and it's got to be tough man <clears throat> as a grandparent, because I see the grandparents kind of got to look at both photos and be like, I'm the main grandparent, right? We're the grandparents. And it's like, you got to feel like the baby's cheating on you a little bit. He's like, what is it? What are you doing? All the time and fun we had. I blew bubbles in your face. You blew bubbles in my face. You freaking shook the crib a little. You know, it was fun. And now you're over there calling her grandma. I'm grandma, you know? And it's, it kind of feels like that, too, even as an uncle. And I don't even care about the baby. But I see I see other people like, yeah, dude, my freaking niece, my nephew, my guy. I'm like, okay, you know what? Listen, you can have your titles all you want, but I don't even care about the thing. But I still want to be number one. I should stop saying that. Um, baby William, if you ever watch this in the future, if you ever figure out how to talk um, or listen or do anything, um, I do care about you. This is all comedic purposes. Don't even worry about it. Okay? Hang in there. Um... And so anyways, yeah, this, this kid's getting stuff left and right. I don't know what to get a baby. And my dad, we're hoarders, okay? I've, this, I've talked about this many times on the podcast. At the Sartorius core, okay, if you were to trace our lineage back far enough, like I said, I think we come from beavers, but we're just, we're good at one thing, and that is collecting a lot of junk. So we have so many toys for this kid. And they're not even like rattles or something small. Like he's like rocking horses and and Megatrons and little boxing and gear and go-karts and tricycles. Dude, this kid doesn't need anything. He doesn't even know he has feet yet, okay? He can't even pay attention to anything that's in front of him. You hold him and he's like, am I a real person yet? He's like he's constantly sick, but further removed than I was. He doesn't even know what existence is. And somehow he's supposed to pedal. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm going to go up some jumps here. So there's so much stuff for the baby. He doesn't need anything ever. All right. This baby does. He's done. All right. I'm not buying this kid anything for the next like eight years. So, you know, maybe you're watching this when you're eight years old. Let me know if you ever figured it out. I will. I don't know. Hopefully I'm a sweet chef by now and I'll just teach you my knowledge. Um, 
that's the hard thing too, is like, I'm, I'm, I'm joking about all that, but <clears throat> sincerely, and I'm being very genuine here, don't get babies anything, okay? Why get someone anything that they're not going to remember, all right? And I mean that completely, like, nice, comfortable clothing, they're not going to know, okay? You see, like, maybe they got a pair of jeans with some holes in it, they're not going to remember, all right? Like, nothing matters, okay? My brother, they were taking the kid to like this this fancy crazy cool expensive polar express ride and my family always talked about wanting to go to this thing it's gonna be so cool we gotta take this baby why though he's not gonna remember that I same thing with like people trying to take their kids to Disneyland when they're way too young to even appreciate it. Who cares, dude? My family could tell me that I went to Disneyland and I went on this Polar Express thing when I was four. And I, I could be like, yeah, probably. I don't even remember. Why even tell them? I don't think kids should ever go to amusement parks or anything until they're 15 or over to really appreciate it. Because even going to amusement parks, dude, I remember as a kid. We would go to these things and I was more bewildered by cotton candy than these crazy rides like, oh, cotton candy, we got to get, we can't, whoa, how often are we going to see candy? You know, and I just had it on the car ride, the car ride home. And then when we got back home, I, like there's candy everywhere as a kid. And I was just thrilled by it. I didn't care about the clowns and the giant rides and showmanships and noise and music. I did, nothing else mattered. There was candy. Okay. So Instead of wasting all your money on grand experiences because you feel like as parents, this is parental advice from, again, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't paint or I don't have kids either, but I'm going to give you advice. Don't do anything for your children until they're old enough to appreciate it. That's wisdom for you, baby. Okay. And I'm not calling you baby, but I'm going to talk to your kids directly. Babies. Okay. Don't hassle your mom and dad for nothing. All right. You don't, you, again, you don't even know you have feet yet. What's he going to complain about? What's he going to remember? I don't know. I feel like it's all the psychology. Like you got to smile. A kid will know he's there. A kid don't know nothing. Okay. Kids don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. All right. You tell me William's going to figure out what he's doing. What kind of toy he's got? No chance, man. Babies are stupid. Um, <laughs> I'm having fun, man. I'm happy to be back, baby. So it's a good time to be alive. And I just like, I like being here. Feels good, man. Feels good. What's he going to ramble about next? Who knows, man? But we're here. We're buying our lives back. I don't know what we're doing here. We are buying my life back. So what else is happening, man? Um, Not much. Again, I kind of like didn't do anything. I watched the bear and that was pretty much it. I mean, got sick. Dreamed about being a chef, stopped being sick, realized I couldn't afford to be a chef. That's really the story of my life. Um, and pop culture, dude, I wish I would. I, I watched a lot of podcasts, actually, while I was down. And, and I realized that a lot of these comedy podcasts talk about what's going on in the world. And I never know what's going on in the world. All right. I just talked about COVID now. This was years back. Um, I I never know what's going on in the world, but I did see online that Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming out in two years. And people have been waiting, complaining, tweeting at the company for years. And they say, when is it coming out? It's been freaking 10 years. I can't wait to... I've never played the game. Steal more cars or whatever. Um, so that like took the world by storm. It's crazy how many people just love to commit crimes virtually. And yeah, so it's coming out in two years. And the reason I only wanted to talk about that is because I saw a lot of... Um, organizations and whatever talking about we gotta sign a petition to ban this game 
Um, now, I think the game is not interesting to someone like me, okay? You know, I have a good soul. I mean, I just made fun of babies and said they're useless for about five minutes. But hey, besides that, I think I'm a good person, all right? So I I don't have any interest in the old tower train and, and, and you know, stealing or taking cars. I don't know. I don't know what you do in Grand Theft Auto. I just know it's basically crime. Um, but they're talking about, we got to ban this. We got to petition this. Kids can't be playing it. Yeah, kids shouldn't be playing it. It's a pretty bad game. But uh, I don't know what all the other parents are doing, but how many Grand Theft Auto games I played growing up? Zero, okay? Because I had parents. People are always talking about, my 12-year-old is playing this. Just stop letting him play the game! Don't let a kid just do whatever he wants. Dude, I'm, this is a parenting podcast now, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm just giving advice. By the way, so I don't think the game's cool at all, but you ban the game, ban the game. You don't need to ban the game. Just be better parents. Don't blame it. Dude, I'm going hard at people. It's like I came out of sickness and I just got a vengeance and I just want to make fun of all parents and children. I'm about to bring it to everyone in this game who wants it. I'm about to bring it to anyone and you want it. Okay? Um, but anyways, I thought that was hilarious to try and... I'm tying my shoe. Um... To try and ban a game or an experience just because, I mean, again, it's kind of crappy. Like, but that's me trying to, like, ban the Polar Express or whatever because I think it's a waste of time. I was like, just, you know, don't go, right? Just don't do it. Don't let them. Um, but anyways, that's all I have to do, talk about in the uh, pop culture news. And it wasn't much. I just, I saw, I that was a pretty big headline that I saw of people. We got to ban this game's disaster. It's hurting our car. And I don't think it's good for any kid's mind, you know. But if you're freaking 25 and you like, <laughs> shoot up a bank, I don't do it, okay? I, again, I'm not recommending it. Um, you know, you might be a criminal. But, <laughs> you know, do what you want, okay? Virtually play your games. Play your games, all right? Go on the Polar Express if you want. If you're old enough to appreciate it and understand that it's fake and you understand that, it, you know, this whole amusement park is not actually that awesome, you free waste your money, do whatever you want. I can't wait to be a parent and rub it in everyone else's faces that I'm not going to do nothing for my kids, man. I can't wait, man. I remember being a kid. I mean, I am still a kid. But I remember being a, a baby, like a, a toddler. I remember being like five years old and saying, why can't we go to McDonald's? And, uh, and we just had McDonald's the night before. And I was like, we got to go McDonald's again. They're like, we can't have McDonald's tonight, Tristan. Okay. You get a little fat, but they're like, we're not having McDonald's two nights in a row. And I say, you know what, mom and dad, <laughs> we were in a pool. They took us to a pool. And I'm like, when I have kids, they're going to have McDonald's every freaking night. And I said that not like that, but I said that I'm going to have, let my kids have McDonald's every night. I was trying to brag to my parents about how good of a parent I'm going to be. And, uh, it just goes to show, man, you always think, you know, the answer. So I might be talking about being a good parent now, but you know, just, just 19 years ago, I thought I had it all figured out and look at me now, still growing, still figuring things out, dude. Sometimes you think you have the answers even at four or five and you just don't, man, you just don't. So, I don't know. If I remember that, maybe maybe he will remember Polar Express. But uh, where was I going with that? I don't know. I think I've just always had a philosophy. I've always been opinionated on the idea of parenting, okay? I've always had my own philosophy, my own ideas on how it can be improved upon. And uh, it remains to be seen what the right answer is. Like, maybe you want to give your kids McDonald's every night. Go. I mean, it's. I think it's definitely something that should be looked into. 
I don't think anyone's done it yet. It's, we should be running the studies. We need the data to look at it because I could be wrong. I'll admit that I don't think that's the right answer now, but there's a chance, man. I'm up for anything, dude. I'm, I mean, I guess you could, like I said before, you can find data. There's got to be something somewhere where someone's been like, you know, especially like Mickey, if you gave them the weed and the McDonald's and, you know, the freaking the starch and the nitrates from the fries can produce very healthy bone structure. I don't know what you'd find, but uh, kids, look that up. Find that for your parents. Um, what was I saying about, uh, oh yeah, that's why I wanted to circle. That's why I brought the God of War thing too, is, um, again, parenting, like, don't like everyone talks about how bad stuff is and whatever, and how dangerous the internet can be for a kid. Yeah. The internet can be dangerous. It's a bad, awful place. All right. Now you can find shows like this that are fun, but I'm just, it's more just a parent consulting podcast at this point. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I didn't get a phone until I was 17. I offered to buy my own phone at 14 and they still said no. Mind you, okay, I'm not 35. I'm from this current generation. It was 2016 before I got a phone, okay? Like, you just parent a little bit, you know? Don't let, don't give people just iPads and phones when they're eight years old because you want them to fit in school. Let your kid be laughed at and let him have good morals or good soul. Um, yeah, dude, we just weren't allowed to do anything. I didn't see nothing, man, okay? I, I've, I'm so unexposed to the world. I was so sheltered from everything that by the time I saw it with an adult mind, I was like, yeah, this is stupid. I got no interest in it, you know? But kids are just interested in everything that's bad. Don't let them see it! I don't know. Maybe some people will disagree with that, but hey, I got my own parent. How long am I going to talk about parenting other kids? Hopefully until you guys get it right, okay? Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. I don't remember. Now I'm just thinking about the kids, thinking about the children. Um, dude, this chair is like, it's, it's broken. It's busted and it's falling apart. It came out of the trash. Okay. But I, it's comfortable. Okay. The most disgusting things in the world often are, but that's why you have to be, you have to avoid them and you got to keep them from your kids. Um, but yeah, I got this thing. I still haven't wiped it down actually. You know, I haven't sat in this butt thing, butt naked and I don't intend to, but I would like to have the option, but I can't do that until it's, it's wiped down clean. Um, you know how people who like just stay in their house naked and they go, well, it's my domain. It's, you know, I'll do whatever I want. And they're not like inviting people over, but I've heard people talk about when they live alone, like no one's there, windows are closed. It's fine. But like, yeah, dude, I was just sitting there watching Netflix, but naked. That's so gross, dude. The idea, not for germs or anything, but the idea of sitting in this leather chair and I'm butt naked and I got to peel my butt cheeks off the back of this thing and you're just sweaty in your back. That's so messed up. And people defend and go, well, I'm the king of my domain. You know what kings wear in castles? Okay. It, and they don't go around butt naked. They have class for their environment. They're in robes and like they're dressed to the freaking thousands. All right. So don't disrespect your area. This is an advice podcast. Welcome back, guys. If anybody is um, taking their kids on boring adventures, spending way too much money, or going around naked with leather furniture, this is the podcast for you. I'm going to steer you straight, all right? I am, I'm a parent of the parents. <laughs> I'm having fun. Um, what other advice can I give you guys lately? Oh, you know what? I got a nice compliment. And I get a few of them. I get them often. Um, no, <laughs> I got 
One of my favorite compliments is when I'm doing a joke or I'm doing a bit that's either prepared or on the fly and people go, hey, what's that from? Now, I don't like it, as I've talked about, when people say, that's from something. And I go, no, it's not. This is me now. Like, it starts off very high and they go, no, you're wrong. You're stealing. You're plagiarizing. You're fake. You're a fraud. You have no talent. I go, what the frick? What's the matter with you? But when people go, what's that from? And I go, just made it up now. I love that. And they just leave it be. They go, he's talented. He's awesome. That's funny. That's creative. He's got personality. That's one of my favorite compliments I can ever get. And I love it to pieces. But the reason I brought that up is I was thinking about what other compliments are like really, really impactful. And I think this one is true for, for all guys. So if you guys are looking not for a Christmas gift, okay, because I know, <laughs> I know that guys, okay, like if you're a wife or a girlfriend and you want to get them something, guys, all right, they don't know what they want until they do. And the second that they want something, they go and get it for themselves. And they're like, I don't have anything for my list. I got it all. You know, if you're like, hey, what should I get you? Like, I don't know. It's December 12th. I think of something. Like, I remember what I want. What is it? These pair of pants. I just thought, what do you put on your list? You know, so I know it's always a, a struggle. So instead of getting them something, get them this compliment. If you say to a guy, all right, have you been working out? All right. Oh, your arms look a bit bigger. Hey, what's the deal with your delts? Hey, why are your lats spreading? Hey, are you going wings? You know, a guy, now I'm, I'm generalizing, but most guys, even if they don't work out, if you tell somebody you're looking bigger, you look like you're working out, they will ride that high for miles. Okay. Now this is especially true if it's from a woman because guys, I think we know that we want to hear that comment. So we give it out more often like, dude, what's going on? What's your, what's your shoulder exercise routine? What are you, what are you curling these days? What are you bad? You know, like guys will give it to other guys, but I don't think girls care or notice. So if you want to give the gift of joy to your significant other this Christmas, say that to them and they will be thinking about it for two weeks. So time it up. Like don't do it too early and they forget about for Christmas. You have to redo it, you know, like save it for like, you know, December 18th or something. I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, you're looking good. What's going on with the arms? You're like, oh, you know, I wasn't actually doing anything, but I feel awesome now. All right. Now, again, you can like do this with your homies too, but you probably already do because you got respect for them, man. Say that to the boys. A little advice. Obviously, boys say it to the boys. You know, girls say it to your significant others. Uh, only, I only say, say it to your, oh, my fall cord legger. I'll, I'll say, I'll say it. Say it to your significant others. Don't do that to guys. Unless you like them, because they're going to be like, oh, I think she loves me. Because guys read way too much into compliments. Uh, dude, you say something nice to a guy. I, it's not just that compliment, but guys don't get complimented often at all. So you compliment a guy, uh, he's usually going to be like, I think she's the one. Um, not me, though. I miss hints left and right. And I don't get complimented a ton. I don't think... Mm. Okay, sometimes I do, but I still don't pick up on the hint until other people say that. And they're like, man, that girl was really into you. Did you notice that? I'm like, what do you mean? She said, I have beautiful eyes and I smile and she thinks my hair smells good and she keeps following me around. We're homies, right? We're just having fun. And I never get it until later on. And, and then the girl says something like, oh, well, you didn't say I was strong. You should have said that one. All right. I'd pick up on that. Um, but that's always a good time, dude. So anyways compliments compliment your significant others if you want to get them a gift but also um homies say that to your homies and then girls say it to the guys and if you like the guys say that too but i don't know okay dude i'm giving parent and relationship advice what am i dr phil so guys i think that's all i really have to talk about this episode 
Um, we're pretty far into it. I'm having a good time. This is why we should talk about pop culture more is because not that we spent any good amount of time talking about it at all, but it's just, I realized that, um, those podcasts, they fill the time with things that are happening in the world and they just ride that out. And I do about 30, 40 minutes on my own life when nothing's happened. They call it the riff center. Um, oh man, you want to keep going? Actually, I just remembered something else. I, I was looking up like, and related to that pop culture thing, I was looking up top news and I was trying to find something like newsworthy to, to mention. And when I looked, it's always just political nonsense. And like I said before, I don't know nothing about nothing. Okay. At the end of the day, all I know is nothing. And that's not a lot to work with. Um, so I didn't feel like I could really even look at it, but I decided I was going to do that anyway. And I thought it might be fun to look at a topic and that's what all that it is. And this could go great or disastrously, um, to read, I'm not even going to read the article. I'm going to read a topic. Okay. Of a political discussion. And I'm going to give you my opinion on it because I think it might be interesting or fun or humorous to, because politics are so it's so opinionated, you know, everything's so charged. Everyone's like, it's so hot debate. But as somebody who doesn't know anything or really care about anything, I can, f I don't even have an opinion. We can watch me form an opinion live, unfiltered, unadulterated, uncensored, unpersuaded. I got no information on anything. We're just going to get the whole wholesome perspective of a man child and see what he thinks about it. Um, So right here at the top, and I don't know what's good or bad. I don't know what the majority of people think or like. And so there's no there's no catering. There's no pandering. Um, but if I got to culinary school, I would cater. But <laughs> so here's the top. It says Democratic lawmakers unveil bill to give people in U.S. prisons right to vote. Now, I'm not going to read the whole article. And there's probably going to be more information that's valuable to know. And And, you know, I don't want to say anything about it because i think if i knew more i could have to i if i if i was more knowledgeable okay if i had more knowledge on the situation i might have the potential to steer people the wrong way and i don't want to do that i just want to give you my opinions as somebody who knows nothing all right so uh on what do i think about that all right what is the they're trying to give people the right in prisons the right to vote uh i didn't know that they couldn't vote for one so that just shows how much i really knew <clears throat> That's an interesting topic to think that people can't vote in prison because you are a person, aren't you? You know, you, you do have the right. Uh, realistically, I think everybody should have the right to vote, especially if you are a U.S. citizen. Um, contrary. OK, let's look at it this way. <laughs> How? What kind of crime put you in the prison? What? OK, so. Let's say they're trying to get these people the right to vote. Let's split it down the middle. Let's try and make everybody happy. If some people don't want these people in the prisons to vote, how can we make just some of them have the right to vote? Okay, because, you know, I think on one hand, you should be around. But also, like, if you murder people, um, you know, I kind of like I, I don't I've never been politically for anybody super hardcore but if i found out that there were murderers backing the guy i'm like all right you know i'm gonna quickly change teams here i don't want to be a part of this it's like think about your favorite president of all time who like shared your morals your beliefs and then you found out like jeffrey dahmer was backing him you're like uh-huh we're on the same team 
dear God, you know, I don't want, I, I gotta, I gotta change my life up. What do you know that I don't? Um, so I think that would be tricky. Okay. If they get the right to vote, I think they have to keep it a secret. I think you can't know which, you know, crime family voted for who. And I think, okay. If you murder people, all right. No. If you are not going to be free from prison during the term or have the possibility, then maybe you don't have a say in that. But I, I, don't, I don't know how much control people have over prison, so I guess maybe that's in the debate. But again, I didn't read the article. I don't know. Okay. Theoretically, it makes sense that you shouldn't let the person vote if they're not going to be, if they're not even going to be a citizen. You know, if you don't have the right to sleep in your own bed, you probably shouldn't be. I mean, also... Dang. Okay. There's a lot of, I'm having a lot of, um, instincts to say that they shouldn't vote. Cause I'm like, well, your instincts, if you kill people, okay. Or, you know, you commit enough crime to end up in prison, then, you know, I obviously that means that your judgment <laughs> isn't that good, but also you kind of want people to have people, dude, I don't know. What do I think about this? I think, okay. I think all right, it starts off, one, if you're not, let's give them two terms, okay? Two terms, if you're not going to be out, because people are probably going to get reelected, <laughs> if you're going to get out during those eight years, you get a vote, okay? Now, caveat, only if you fall within a specific crime that's okay. Like, if you murder children, I don't think you should get it, even in the eight-year span. You're like, I just, I beat up a couple kids to death, all right? But I'm going to, if you're going to be out, I think we have bigger problems. If you killed some children and you're going to be out within eight years, you know, I think we failed collectively on that already. Um, okay. But realistically, murderers aren't getting out within eight years. Okay. So I don't know what kind of crimes get out in eight years. If you stole hand lotion from your local CVS and they busted you, I think, you know, I think you deserve to, you have a say in the country's, you know, politics going forward. That's my perspective. I think anybody who's willing, if any, willing, I'm willing to get out of here. Um, if you, this is fun. I, I don't usually um, think about this stuff because I don't look at it all. Um, I can see why politics are so addictive. I, I don't think people laugh about it as much as I do. Um, if you, yes, if you're going to get out during the term that they will be elected, you get a vote only if, yeah, I think only if it's murder. What other kind of crimes are there? What, okay, what's the worst crime that would keep you in for about eight years or less than eight years? I think theft. I think just theft. Um, I can't think of any, dude, I can only think of murder and stealing. Huh, I don't even know crimes, dude. What kind of crimes are there? Is bribery a crime? If you bribe an official, I don't know. That's pretty... I'll, I mean, I'll let you steal before you bribe an official and let you get away with it. Do you get the vote? All right, guys. Anyways, I think I've got, I've got it. I've got it. It's just the eight years. No matter what. All right? If you killed somebody and it, you've, it's been so long that you're going to get out before these eight years, oh, you like you sell drugs or something like that. That guy, he, he he's paid his dues, okay. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the opinion is on that. I don't know what the imagine I'm the only one who had that thought at all. They'd be like, "What the frick? You trying to let people vote?" I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I just thought maybe within a year, if we're gonna be back in the country, we should vote for the country. 
who knows that's fun we should do more <laughs> and i'm gonna become the most political person in the world without knowing anything that sounds like a fun time maybe i'll run for president and they'll be like, what do you think about that? And I'll be like, oh, I read the title of that article once. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, thanks so much for tuning in. This has been Full Circus. This has been a good time. Uh, I appreciate you. So far, I had a great time talking about parenting, um, relationship advice, and basically how to run our country better. So if you think I didn't get over my sickness and come out, also we talked about vaccines and stuff and, and getting sick and, uh, and death. Okay, so we really covered all the bases. I came out of a sickness swinging, covering everything. I could be smarter or dumber, but we'll never know because, you know, where's the baseline? It's all the way up here. If I'm reaching baseline, it looks like I'm incredible. So, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you to pieces, and I mean that genuinely, okay? So if when you hear that and you're like, he doesn't really love me. Hey, I do. I really love you, and I hope you have a beautiful day, a beautiful weekend. Um, beautiful weekdays? Yes, you know what? Have a freaking good Tuesday while you're at it. All right, I'll see you guys in the next one. Happy!